Welcome back to the podcast. So today we have the weekly astrology forecast for February 19th to 25th. And then we have a full moon message because there's a full moon this week. So I'm going to talk about four things that are happening and then a little pause and then into diving into the full moon and Virgo chart. So getting into it on the 19th, we have the true north node conjunct Chiron. So this is an Aries conjunction here at 16 degrees. Then on the 23rd, Mercury enters Pisces. And then on the 24th, we have the full moon in Virgo. And then we have just before the full moon, the Mars and Venus conjunction in Aquarius. So I lied. I'm only going to talk about three things and then get into the full moon. I didn't realize the full moon was on the list. So, so starting with the true node conjuncting Chiron and Aries. So you want to look to where Aries is in your chart and then look to where 16 is, 16 degrees. And then you want to see if you have anything at 16 degrees Aries or close to it. And then you want to check Capricorn, Cancer, and Libra. For that number as well or anything close to it so how I like to describe this is Chiron has been in Aries since 2018 like the spring of 2018 basically nudging you to heal in a certain area of life so you'd look to the house theme and so the north node being in Aries it's also going through that same house but from July 17th 2023 to I want to say sometime in 2025 I don't know the exact date but it'll be there like a year and a half and so that's how the nodes work and then they they activate our eclipses and so this year with this conjunction and they're kind of going like back and forth beside each other like they've been vibing around each other for a while but this is like the exact conjunction moment where you have to look at what have I been healing in my life since 2018 you know where am I now compared to then like how have I evolved and grown and maybe a little bit more confident where am I more of like a leader I feel more in charge of things where have I set boundaries like that's kind of the vibe of Aries um where are you feeling more authentically yourself like stuff like that and then maybe what's something that kicked in last year that you're kind of feeling and then the eclipse in the spring will like illuminate it. So it's like, where's their healing? And then where is your soul asking you to go towards right now? And so really, it's really dependent on your house theme. I can't really, like I'd have to look at your chart to see, but also remembering that this true node has like an opposite, like the South node. And that will be opposing Chiron. So it's that theme of like balance and relationship versus the self, right? So it's like where are there times that you like abandon yourself and you've been people pleasing? And then like do you not do that anymore? Or do you try your best not to and you have maybe strategies in place? And then that has felt healing. So we can look at the opposite end of that as well. You could also think of like where do I play a, a part of my own suffering? I don't know where that came from, but that could be a thing too. And like, how can you heal from that? So 
that's kind of the theme of that and you're gonna feel like the exact thing is on the 19th but it'll it'll sit there for a bit as the planets slowly move they do their dance the 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 nodes always go backwards they start at 29 and go to zero everything else starts at zero and goes to 29 so they're like crossing paths right now going opposite directions and they'll still be vibing around each other and we still have like it's like an extra focus to focus on the aries part in your in your chart so i'll just throw in my fun fact with the car why well, i remember when i like put the two and two together and i was like oh my gosh i started my entrepreneurial journey in 2018 and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> and it's evolved so much and i've done like a lot of different things that have been healing but also painful because Chiron can also be like I describe Chiron as like you have a open wound and someone sticks their finger in it and like touches it and it stings and it's like it can sometimes feel like that but then you clean it up and it heals so hopefully that wasn't too gross of a visual but you know that's what I said so that's that's that there with the Aries vibe then Mercury enters Pisces on the 23rd. And so, and this is important to, to hear about Mercury because Mercury is involved in our, in our full moon. So Mercury is the planet of communication, technology, ideas, thoughts, exchange, connection. And Pisces is this beautiful, loving, ethereal, uh, dreamy vibe. I got a Pisces moon, you know, it's just, it's very like, I have my crystals behind me and my like sage and my sprays. I'm literally wearing all like, uh, like a greeny bluey color. Cause I just want to be like, think I'm in water all the time. Cause it's so healing. And so when you put mercury and you put Pisces together, it is like a very intuitive feelings approach to communication. So if someone has this in their chart, if they're Mercury and Pisces, they're going to, they could be like a poet or they could be not very talkative. They are very internal. Their mind works in a way that not many people would understand. They probably are very imaginative. They probably have very vivid dreams. They're going to feel things more and they might not know how to put those feelings into words. Maybe they like interpretively dance it out or something like it's going to come out in its own unique creative way. So you might find yourself tapping into different creative ways of communication, um, maybe trusting your own intuition more, reading energy more, you might feel energy more. I think of Mercury and Pisces, I think of like non-verbal communication cues, right? So body language cues, energy cues, it's like when you stare into a person's eyes and then you like, you know what they're thinking. That doesn't happen all the time, but like it's reading that energy, like telepathically communicating. <laughs> um, any water mercury would be like, you need to be reading my mind right now. Um, but it, it's more of an internal time. But you could also feel very confused as well about what it is that you want, what it is that going on there's like a haze because Pisces can kind of bring that haze and you could literally feel like you're lost in two different dimensions and that's why I brought up the thing about like the imagination and the dreams because you could also just find our dreams are going to be more activated at night like they feel so real and you wake up and you're like did I even sleep like where did I go 
I do that every single night with my Pisces moon and south node. It's a trip. Like, um, <laughs> this sounds bad. You don't, if you have strong Pisces in your chart, like you don't need to do any sort of drug to feel like you've potentially like hallucinated or gone somewhere because your imagination is so strong or not even so it's not even imagination your psychic abilities are so strong you're just like you know what's going on and you feel it it's just confused and it will come in a different way oh mercury in pisces might be a great time to do a quiz or study up on the clairs like clairvoyant claircognizant like all those things to see which clair you are and to see which psychic ability you have the strongest because we all have them whether we're tapped into them or not is a different story so that's what I'll say there. That's your homework. Do the Claire's quiz or or read about them and and tell me which which one you are. I'm the one where like I hear sounds or songs. Sometimes I hear songs and like parts of songs where it's like words like of course songs have words. But um like whatever the sentence it's, it's just real it's very cool. I can't explain it. Or I'll see like colors. But yeah, everyone, everyone has a different, and sometimes the messages don't make sense and you got to kind of interpret them a little bit. And then some people it's clearer and you almost have to like work it like a muscle, right? To get better at tapping into our intuitive abilities. So then we have the Mars Venus conjunction that happens. I want to say on like the 23rd as well. So right now, Venus and Mars are going to be in Aquarius. They're in Aquarius conjuncting at eight degrees, eight, nine degrees. And so when Venus and Mars come together, it's like our feminine and our masculine are being and our doing. That's sometimes what I call it. So Mars is like, we're, we need to feel like we're actively doing something. Whereas Venus could just be like chilling, just being a person vibing. So when they come together and they form this conjunction, if someone was born with this, it would be very much like their inner outer worlds operate in the same way. Like their masculine and feminine, the yin and the yang are, are, are moving in the same way. So, yeah, it'll just, it, you might feel very like extra motivated to do things that you really love or on the flip side you might be loving taking action on something but all in a very Aquarius way and very much looking at where Aquarius is in your chart to see where like these energies meet so that's primarily what's happening and now our little pause before we go into our full moon message okay so our full moon in Virgo this year is on February 24th at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time, exactly at five degrees. And so I have the chart here. And if you want to look at the chart with me as I go through this, you go to the, my blog on the web on my website and I have the chart there with the, also the transcript of this episode if you want to read it. And so, yeah, so a full moon is when the sun and the moon are directly opposite each other. So the sun is in Pisces and the moon is in Virgo. And this is my absolute favorite access in astrology. I love it so much. It's my favorite. I'm not a Pisces or a Virgo, but it is my favorite. So this is sort of like the, the meeting of our 
intuition and our mystical stuff and all of that woo-woo, but like you need that dream life and aspirations and all of that and just Pisces. And then Virgo comes in with that like logic and it's like, how do you mix the two together? So I will give this example of, I was once asked in a job interview if I was more creative or like organized in terms of like marketing agency stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm a complete balance of both. I'm like, I am equal parts creative as I am equal parts organized. It's like a unique thing, but I'm super duper organized. And I'm also like very, very creative with different things, right? Because creativity can be expressed in lots of different ways. I was a guest on a podcast talking all about that. And this guy said to me, no, you can't be both. You have to lean into you. You're going to lean more into one or the other. And to tell a Gemini that she cannot be both things like made me so angry, but I composed myself. And I think I went with the response of like, okay, well then I probably will lean into the more organized side of things. Cause when it comes to marketing and when I did freelance, I'm like, I developed my own systems to make sure there was a seamless process for clients and myself when creating content for social media, like strategizing, creating approvals, posting, analyzing, like I have it all set so that it's efficient. It doesn't take me so much time so that I have the freedom to explore my other creative hobbies and passions and I'm not always working. Right. And then that's where the Pisces comes in. So I told him that I'm like, yeah, I I guess I pull more analytical with the logic side or I don't know, with organization. Shortly after working there, I got the job and everything. I think he realized like how creative I actually am and how many cool ideas I can come up with and how bored I get. And so I think, I mean, I hope I showed just by me being me that you can be equally creative as you can organized and not all creative people are messy and not all really organized analytical people are just like rigid and are not creative thinkers. Like I truthfully think that you can be both and it's an equal balance. And it's like, how do you take those like dreamy ideas and like, but then how do you bring them into the real world? Like, how do you take those dreams and actually have a detailed plan of how you're going to achieve that dream? Or do you just want to stay a fantasy, right? So whenever we have this Pisces Virgo, like the full moon in Virgo, Virgo moon, I love Virgo moon days. Some people might not like them. Virgo can be really highly critical and overthinking. And then Pisces is, can be a little, as my Virgo brother would say, most likely about my, my moon sign is like delusional, like super optimistic with like super pessimistic energy here. And it's like, where can we find that balance of both? So the moon is ruled the Virgo moon will be ruled by Mercury. And right now Mercury on this full moon day is in Pisces conjunct the sun. So, I mean, I always say Virgo moon, you got to watch for like overthinking things, being too focused on the details and not seeing like the bigger picture of it. Um, but then because Mercury is in Pisces here, it might be a time where you're like a little, actually a little less critical on yourself because you have that empathetic quality of Pisces interacting with Mercury where you might feel like a little flowier and slower moving. But we also 
if on this chart, I mean, we have four planets in Pisces, um, which is says a lot. I mean, Saturn is also conjunct the sun for this full moon. It's four degrees if we're looking at that orb. So it might also be the time where this is literally exact opposite of what I just said about how Mercury is like lightning the inner critic, but Saturn comes in and it's like, take responsibility for your actions or like get serious about something, be discerning. And Neptune is also in Pisces, but it's farther away from like all this action that's, that's happening. And so, yeah. And we still have our two things in Taurus, which are um, Jupiter is sextiling the sun and then uranus is squaring venus and we still have that conjunction i was talking about with with aries but it's just like really heavy pisces um it's a lot of pisces so saturn will also be like opposing our moon right? So if it's conjunct our sun, it's opposing our moon. And there can be a lot of, I mean, Saturn opposite the moon. It's like hard. Like you might be experiencing hard emotions, but you might not want to express those emotions. You might want to like compartmentalize them, discipline yourself emotionally. Um, Earth moons normally have different ways of expressing their emotions. It's, it's like that. And then Saturn's normally ruled by Capricorn. So that's why I kind of equate Saturn to Earth. But it's like, you know, when you see there's totally somebody in your life who, like, cleans when they're upset. That's what I would say. Like, this moon day, you might find yourself really just wanting to clean and organize your physical space. And something that I say, I mean, Virgo's known for just being very clean and organized. But the thing is, is I saw a video that was, like, let them clean if they're upset, like their mind isn't okay or something like that. Um, but I describe it as like, cause I like to have really clean organized spaces and my biggest, my biggest hack. Okay. I have Mars and Virgo. My biggest hack is everything needs to have a spot and then how you keep spaces clean is ever you designate a spot for everything you have okay even if you have a junk drawer and you throw stuff in there you're designating it a spot to go these certain things and at the end of the day you look around and you go okay like what's out of place what needs to go back to its spot like it's home and then you do a 10 minute tidy okay every day and then you do like one deep clean once a week or every few weeks but like you have to do this 10 minute tidy or else things will just get out of hand and you have to give things spots in homes or else you will just collect stuff and it'll just be too much and it becomes overwhelming. And I think that if your space that you live in, like your house, your bedroom, your living room, kitchen, anything, if your space, your outer world is messy, I think it means your brain, or I shouldn't say brain, it means your mind is feeling a little messy too, like just overwhelmed and scattered. So I personally like to keep a really clean space, whether it was when I had like my own apartment and I was like, oh my God, it just, oh, I loved it. I have moved back home and my room, everything has a home. I know where everything goes. The only thing I have quite a bit of, which also can attribute to Virgo energy 
is supplements. I have like so many supplements out on my dresser, but I keep them like lined up nicely, but there's quite a few of them. Um, and skin, I got, I got like four or five things of skincare too, which is also very like, you know, self-care, Virgo, all of that. But, um, everything has a spot still, but like everything I, I, I just has a spot in my room, in my opinion, is the best room in the whole house because it is the most tidy, clean, minimal. I feel like I don't have too many things. I like to edit and go through all of my items, like every, every season. And I try to get rid of stuff if I haven't touched it, like donating it. And then almost audit and say, okay, like if I'm getting rid of these clothes, do I need to replace them with something? And then be like, I really am on the hunt for like a good pair of like dark denim, light denim, and black denim jeans. I just, it's so hard to find. It's just been on my list. But um, but then if I'm going to bring in three items, I want to like three items to leave that I haven't worn. You see, this is that like the Virgo kind of pickiness of things. And yeah, I feel like if you have too many things it's just gonna feel overwhelmed. But the rest of the house that I live in with my, with my mom is like, she is not as particular as I am. And so I just, it bothers me so much, but my space is completely Virgoed out and I know where everything is. And so you might find yourself wanting to clean and organize on this full moon. Um, and then I'm going to say something that's so Pisces, but like clean your aura. Okay. Like clean your energy. What can you do to clean your energy? Like there's the term spiritual hygiene. Like how can you really, yeah, how can you really keep that clean? And it could even be like removing yourself from certain situations and environments and people because everything is energy, but then it can also be really Virgo tangible physical world where it's like, you know, the clothes I have, you know, hanging up and photos I have on the wall and like the comforter on my bed, literally they have energy as well. So I was just listening to something. It was like open windows multiple times during the day to like clear energy. <laughs> I never really thought about that because it's cold right now and I don't really want to open the window, but opening the windows, this term like air out the house, like, but it can clear energy as well. And I don't know if you've ever done a Reiki session and gone and got that, but normally when I've ever done Reiki, the practitioner would have my feet pointing to a window to like send anything bad out or anything you're holding on to that's stuck, like sending it out. Then they can even open the window after and send it out. Um, there's even this concept of if you like sage or energy clear a space, you start in the corner and you want it to flow out the door or flow out a window to get it like actually out. So doing different spiritual hygiene practices. Um, I want to recommend the fluorite for this, for this moon as well. I feel like it's my favorite stone, but I feel like it's good for any like overwhelm. And then naturally for spiritual hygiene, we need our protection stones. So black obsidian or tourmaline, tourmaline, and then clear quartz. Two. I feel like smoky quartz. I'm I'm staring at one, and I feel like it it would be good to to have there as well for this for this full moon. And I'd say like clean and get your shit together for this full moon. <laughs> but like 
get your shit together and like different at like what what does that mean to you like what are the aspects and where that just clicked that you need to get some stuff together and then really looking to see I should I mean you should know this by now if you're studying astrology you need to see where the sun and the moon are on the axis of your chart so looking for Pisces looking for Virgo looking for five degrees and being like okay where is this full moon illuminating like or what is this illuminating in my life what theme is being illuminated but you know the general insights of creative versus organized and you can be both no never let anyone tell you that you can't be both like screw them um yeah and i'll give you an example of our natal charts okay our natal charts are like a system or i like to use it as a system with our our 12 seasons and then like the moon flow days the chart is a system and it can really help us like live our best life aligned that feels in flow for us and our cyclical nature and our own energies and rhythms and it's this beautiful container and system but it's also like art and it feels you know cosmic and pisces and like you know how did this you know think you know come together and like divine timing exact moment you were born and and then you know, the flow and the rhythms and the cyclical nature can be the Pisces as well. But the chart, when we're looking at them, like it looks like art and they look beautiful, but it's all like, it's astronomy, it's science, and then it's geometry with aspects. Like it's, it's like astrology and the natal chart is a blend of both and it it can exist and it, like the, they both can exist. So that's the, that's the message, like the message coming through is you can be two things and that's very mutable. Like you don't have to put yourself inside of a box like let your pisces flow or let yourself flow especially where pisces is in your chart don't be too critical on yourself and clean what needs to be cleaned your space your aura your car or whatever your office cleanse cleanse all the areas um that is it i will see you for the next uh forecast and if you're listening to this and you're a Virgo, because I've I have or if you have any Virgo in your chart, this is also just coming through because I'm just like, if you're if you have a lot of Pisces, a lot of Virgo in your chart, or any, have you ever wanted to be a professional organizer? Okay, have you ever wanted to be a professional organizer? Because I have at one point, and I've realized. Please DM me and tell me if you want to be a professional organizer. I'm gonna have to ask my brother if he's to do that he organizes numbers he does accounting but something that's just coming through now is like I've been helping my boyfriend kind of clear out some stuff he has because he's just very messy and I'm it's upsetting honestly like I helped him organize his his clothes and the way his his stuff is and like into a system so it makes more sense and um I realize, and I mean, you've probably experienced this. If you go through things, it might take you a long time because of nostalgia, looking at things, and you have emotional attachment to items. That's, I guess, also the blend of like you're cleaning, you're cleaning, you're cleaning, and the Virgo can just be detached because it wants things clean and organized and crisp. And then the Pisces comes in and it's like, oh my God, do you remember when this was a thing? Or you just feel this like just so attached to like something that is just like an item, but there's so much emotion you have attached to it. I've, I've watched that in the last few weeks. Someone just be like, you, I can't, you can't get rid of certain things. So then you put it in the random drawer of just stuff that you're never going to touch, but you can't throw it out because 
that's what we are like as humans. So yeah, please tell me if you have a lot of Pisces, a lot of Virgo, if you professional organizer or like interior decorator, just helping people make nice spaces. I'm thinking right now in my head of somebody who's been on the podcast and they're Pisces. I think they're Pisces. No, they're Scorpio. They have Pisces moon. And she does like energetic home cleanses, interior decorate, all this stuff. So I'm having that click there, but I wanted to do it. But honestly, I don't think any Virgo would like being a professional organizer because you're going to people's like homes potentially and they're attached to their things and it just sounds like a TLC show, right? Where it's, it would just be like, a lot to deal with energetically and not as simple as you you would make it out to be because humans are humans we're extremely complicated beings so that is all I have I just added on a little thing there because I have had to say that and so that's it uh, let me know if you have any questions everything is in the show notes and I'll see you next week in the next forecast